Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A strange delusional disorder whereby a person believes himself to be a cow or an ox. This is such a weird thing that I'm admitting. I've never admitted this out loud. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. My name's Beef and I'm going to be hosting this oh, yeah? lovely episode. Is it lovely? It should be should be quite lovely. Oh, um, this is, sorry, this is Bob Shoy. <laughs> laziest intro ever and Tiss. Tiss, as usual. Hello. Wonderful. It's nice to see you boys. Yeah. Do you feel like we're getting into the swing of getting episodes churned out again now? Kind of. We've got to like smash through loads. It's a big swingy. <laughs> we're all busy. I've said it time and time again. We're all busy this month. January is like a busy month for us, even into like the middle of Feb. Mm. Yeah. From like now to the middle of Feb, we're busy. Yeah. So we're just trying to smash out episodes. And then and we're trying from, to keep the quality up. <laughs> and then from May, Try. for me, it's going to be really busy. No, nah, you'll be fine. Just put the ba- you'll, you'll babies. Babies don't take up much time. You'll you? be waiting for like time off. You know, you get a parcel and it's really satisfying. A, a parcel, yeah. Yeah, you've parcel. been waiting for it. Like, you've been waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, It's just like, I got, oh, it's come. Do you reckon that's going to be like, baby? You're going to be able to tell us. I was quite chuffed when my PlayStation came. First hand yeah. that whether the baby is like up there with like PlayStations, <laughs> bottle boxes. I can guarantee you I'll be. Good from America. Completely bowled over. I'll wow. be really emotional. You guys are going to have to like pull me back together again. You've got to be like objective about it, though. You can't be like, yeah, it's the best thing ever. Because everyone says that. I think it's going to be one of those things where like, everyone says they're like, I can't everyone says explain that. how amazing it's amazing. It's like the so you want days. me to be extremely. No, there'll be some days when you're so sick of it. What's the best day of your life? PlayStation was better than you. What's the best day of your life? What's the best day of my life? He's going to say it's wedding, isn't it? Obviously, That's what everyone says. But is it? If you don't get married, are you is missing actually... out on the best day of your life? Because no. I don't even know what my best day of my life would be. If you get married, you've got to go to like, oh, it's the best day of my life. Yeah. If you're not married, what do you say is the best day? Because I can't even think of what would be the best day of my life. Every day. Like, I've had amazing days. Yeah. I've had, like, a really... Some days I have a really great day and I'm like, this is one of the best days of my life. I'd say you only okay, remember... just doing something well, amazing. You only remember let, your worst. I, let's, put the, let's put the the wedding to one side, because that is a cheat, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not using a cheat. I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, like an amazing day. Like, I've, everyone's had amazing, yeah. like, sometimes, amazing sometimes you just days. reflect and you're like, this is a really great time. Like, when I'm in Japan, for example, and I'm yeah. like cheering sumo wrestlers, 
Yeah. That's amazing, that. Yeah. That's when you catch yourself in the moment and it's yeah. just like, this is fucking mental. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, do you know what I mean? You're just having so yeah. much fun. You're just like, you just come back and take stock of it. You're like, I'm well happy. Yeah, I'm doing <laughs> I'm, well I'm doing my life proper. And that's what I want to say. Anyone yeah, listening, yeah. Yeah. get out and do stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. you're really just, you want to make the most of your life. You only I live would, once. I would say yeah. pretty much every day on our honeymoon was probably the best day. <laughs> Here we go. Went I, back to his wedding again. I was at the British Museum the other day and it was fucking awesome. So yeah, that <laughs> was one of those. Yeah, that was one of those things. Like you're looking around. I tell I you think, what, we've got to go to the British Museum. The I've Egyptian been there. I've been there. It's all the Renaissance has. stuff in it. No, it's got Egyptian stuff. Yeah, but you're it's all. The Museum, it's not all. It's uh, no. The British Museum has got some of the Renaissance stuff as well, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, 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 it's got loads of stuff. I thought you said dinosaurs. Oh no, no, no! It's got the dinosaurs. I misheard Renaissance for dinosaurs. It's got the. It hasn't got reptilian stuff in there. No, no, no. I old Queenie. No, I know what you say. Like when I was when we were in the Cook Islands, there was one day where we just had the most perfect day ever, yeah. and then sat on our balcony watching the sunset, eating fish that had been caught that day mm, and yeah, barbecued. Yeah. Like this is so try that, and I want to see. What are you drinking? Water. Whoa, it looks horrible. <laughs> the aftertaste is even worse. That's petrol. Can you try this? That's essentially yeah. fucking petrol. Well done, brew dog. King it Vietnamese oh. coffee. Mm, I didn't want to read that just Mate, before I drink it. Oh. It'll blow your, oh. it'll blow your nuts off. That's that's my, that's not <laughs> <laughs> the face. Your man. face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drinking medicine. Anyway, right. So it's this week's topic. You guys, I'm quite excited because you guys, I don't think would ever be able to guess. What? Can I tell you what <laughs> I thought a... it was going to be? Oh, if you guess now, I'm going to be really upset. Ah. Did you ever guess what you thought it was going to be? No. When I looked at the list today, I was like, I thought you might dabble back into witchcraft. I've not. Oh, is it Men in Black? No. Who's the first one? <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm going back into uh, Weird Brain. Oh, okay. So I'm going to continue my <laughs> oh balls. <laughs> so I'm looking at the mystery board there. Yeah. So for for listeners, we've I brought the mystery board back in. Um, because this this is going to be one of those episodes where it's like I it's just stories and videos mm-hmm. and stuff. So you will be learning stuff like we do every week, but it just kind of makes it a bit. You know what? This also is almost you're always going to get like a double whammy of um, weird brain because we've got a spin off episode next week. Yeah, which is also like good follow up to this. So if you like yeah. this weird human brain sciencey stuff, you got. A, two weaker of this to be continued yeah. next week um, yeah so Weird Brain I, I really enjoyed Weird Brains Weird Brain part one <laughs> and uh, Schizophrenia last year I thought yeah. it was good fun and it's been a while since that one as well and yeah well, that's what I thought that. and I thought I'm going to dive back into it so we've got the mystery board back and we've got a whole bunch of topics up there there's different stories um, and just so for you guys all of all of those topics they relate to a particular um, mental disorder. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm. I feel quite certain that out of so there's what there's eleven or twelve up there. There's right. maybe like two or three that you would have heard of, but the other ones, yeah, not not. So I, I mean, some of them are mad. Um, don't say mad. No, don't say crazy. <laughs> some of them are insane. Some of them are mentally deranged. <laughs> insane on the membrane. Some of them are mentally unstable. Um. But we're not doing another game of um, out of funk or whatever. <laughs> out of funk. <laughs> out of funk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of bringing it back, yeah, but, but you didn't. No. Oh, thank God. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So like I say, there's about three or four. I reckon that you've you would have heard of. For new listeners, yeah. the mystery board. Yes. It's just a big wooden board. 
that mm. we put post-it notes on. Very technical. With, um, each post-it note has like a word or something on it that's going to draw your attention. Yeah, and this one's uh, more mysterious than we last. get. To, me and Tiss or whoever the two guests are, guest co-hosts, yeah. get yeah. to take it in turns to choose a subject. Yeah, and in true Mr. Build style, um, you you probably would see that there's there's some of them each, are doubles. They're all of them are doubles. Oh, but um, so when you peel it off, you'll just need to peel off the top. Um, <laughs> stop drinking that beer, man. <laughs> oh. It's like killing your insides. Black-eyed king imp. Oh. That's ridiculous. That is... That's the face that dog walkers pull when they have to what, pick I up love, dog turds. I love Brewdog, but uh, Black-Eyed King Imp, that 12. is... 12.7. That is something special. Well, Vietnamese coffee stout. It's like drinking two beers right there in a, in a can. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. I'm glad you haven't got work tomorrow. No. All right, uh, okay. So back to the double post-it. So um, you'll have to be careful when you pull them off because the... The post-it underneath will have a video or it won't have a video. Oh, okay. So, yeah, some of them have got videos under there, and if we hit one, then... You're going to you play know, as a video? Play as a video, yeah. That's, I'm that's going for old balls. This... Tis is going first. Are you going me. straight into He it? literally can't hold himself. He needs to know what old balls are. <laughs> old balls. Okay, so you want to you wanna go for old balls? Yeah, I can't reach All right, across. No, no, no. Do you want me to pick it off, yeah? Have a little peeling. Well, it's in quotes, like, ah, old balls. You messed up. There's nothing underneath old balls. There's nothing... Under O balls. Okay. So there's no video. It's got, has it got an exclamation mark? No. No, it's just oh. It's not O balls. It's not balls. It's not balls. So, um, these, so like I say, all of these relate to balls. Uh, mental. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, in this case, yes, it does. Okay. Really? So they, this, this all relates to, to mental illness. So again, if, if uh, actually, what I will say now is if you're listening to this episode and you haven't. <laughs> Been waiting for somewhere to slot some balls in. <laughs> so mature. No, if you if you're listening for the first time, <laughs> and, early. and uh, and you've not listened to the first, uh, is it called weird it's brain called and the, schizophrenia the, the, the or the human brain? brain. Go and listen to the human brain because they, this kind of gives a bit of background to most of these disorders and how the brain works. Yeah, that was our introduction to the human brain. The yeah. first half was like an intro to the subject yeah, and the second in, half was schizophrenia. You know, the short the short story is the brain is an amazing organ and there are lots of things that can go wrong with it. So O-Balls relates to... O-Balls. <laughs> <laughs> relates to um, genital retraction syndrome. Oh, balls. Yeah. Is that is when that- the nuts go up in you? Uh, kind, <laughs> kind, of, kind of, kind of. It doesn't actually... Have you ever woken up and your nuts been in your body? I have. Well, actually, no. Yeah, no, I have. And it's fucking scary. Not like proper in, but like very like, flat. I, I'm like, oh my God. And it's like up in your fucking... It can get stuck out. And I'm like, mm. oh my God. And you have to like oh. pop it back out. Yeah, I've had them where they're well tight. Like your ball crack is like as tight as... Well, that happens when I jump in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I do it's it when... a uh, girlfriend chatting from the living room. When I, got, um, when I go for um, when I go for a run and I'm wearing my base layer, my base layer really slams my whole genitals down. That's not so a when I get home, I, yeah, you have that thing, and you're like, I can't. Where's the other one? Or yeah. like, there have been times where I've they both disappeared. Yeah. Um, have you ever had that thing where you walk all day and your balls hurt by the end of the day because they're just <laughs> swinging for so long? Like they can literally be so small that they're like a walnut stuck to your body. Yeah. Or yeah. they can be like fucking Captain Longnuts. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't be believe like how, long, how low bag. they can sling sometimes. Yeah. There are times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I relish in it. <laughs> this conversation is horrible. <laughs> how much of it am I cutting down? 
No, he didn't. We're talking about balls. It's on topic. Okay, okay. When he when he actually wrote all balls, I didn't know it was going to be actual testicles. I know it's going to be balls. So it doesn't just relate to testicles, though. Right, okay. Uh, We're being silly. We're being crass. I wasn't. Go on, Professor B. So genital retraction syndrome, or Coro syndrome, uh, it's a psychiatric disorder in which a person suffers acute anxiety over a deep-seated fear that his genitals or breasts, in the case of a woman, um, are shrinking into their abdomen until they disappear. What? Um, And then it leads on to the feeling that because they've disappeared, they're going to die. So it's not an actual thing, it's a a mental disorder. Yeah, it's a mental disorder, yeah. So you are convinced, you have... That your penis is going to go inside and you're going to die. Yeah. Well, if my penis went inside, I'd probably want to die. <laughs> so Some tribes them. do that though, don't they? Well, they die. They push the dick up inside their body. Yeah. yeah. So it's not swinging out when they go hunting. <laughs> I should try that. <laughs> really, they do. I've seen it. Well, they need some bait. I see it on a documentary. They they get their cock and they just like push it inside their body. Well, they're industrious. How they? do they keep it up there? Don't know. Oh, look painful. Because who's the one of the? Who did it? But try to stretch their necks and stuff, don't they? I don't know, some Wasn't it Albert? <laughs> no, some oh. of the... Um, <laughs> one of the documentarian guys who goes travelling the world and talking to tribes and stuff. It wasn't Raymond. Michael Palin. It wasn't Michael Palin. <laughs> did he do I it as well? who did it. Piers Morgan. But he did it, and he was like, when they when the tribes person pushed his dick in, because yeah. he didn't know how to do it, they helped him. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh my God, and it like hurt, and he was like, this is fucking crazy. Fuck. And he, yeah. I would love to learn. So I did that thing as a kid where you're like, you're playing with it. You're always playing with you when he's a kid, aren't you? And just like, you give it a little push yeah, and it kind of goes up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It always, I can comes, imagine it always it happens, comes back. But I would never actually do it. But yeah, having it. it so it stays up there. If nothing, if there was no repercussions, I'd give it a go. Why not? Right, live on the show now. Come on, come on. Tis get, gonna... get your nuts out. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <You're not laughs> like, no, I want to be a tribesman to teach me. Get a tribesman <laughs> on the show. Right, okay. If any tribes people are listening now, should we go to Papua New Guinea for our next holiday? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we can afford that with the donations we got coming in. There's nothing weird about having a guinea, though. <laughs> we can find some weird stuff. Tribal life is weird to the Western world. Oh, mm. yeah, we're weird to them, but they're not weird to us. They are weird to us. No, well, to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show off, blow off. Anyway, yeah, so, so the, yeah. the condition is a mental condition which you yeah. think your genitals are going inside your body. It's a yeah. deep-seated anxiety, so it's always wow. on your mind, and you're always thinking about like the. I'm worrying that your genitals or your your breasts, if you're wow. a woman, are just going to like retract inside you, and then you die. I do want to say, if any of our listeners suffer from any of the things we're talking about on the show, mm. please contact us because I would be fascinated to actually hear yeah. from you. Yeah, and well, when we talked about schizophrenia, we had people email us about that, and it was yeah, yeah, absolutely it was fascinating. And and if you are listening, and so we're going to go through a few of these things, and you know, if you if if you do suffer with any of these, you know, this is not this is not meant as a slight towards you in the slight in, in the slightest. But we do, you know, we just, we just find it fascinating. It's fascinating. And if you got if you do suffer from it, let us know how it what it's like, and yeah, just give us some. I don't know. Also, if you know how to tuck your balls up inside yourself, <laughs> I'd love to know. If you're listening in Papua New Guinea, and <laughs> it's um, unexplainableuk at mail dot com. <laughs> um, but apparently, the condition is mostly a south uh, a southeastern Asian thing, and it's it's a, it's a rare condition. But it, I don't know whether it's a cultural thing. I couldn't seem to work it out. Probably is, but 
Yeah, what do you think to that? It's, Most things are cultural. It's crazy. It's mad, isn't it? I think yeah. we're not winning. Oh, saying it's mad. cultural, isn't it? <laughs> stop saying mad and crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's mental. Very strange. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was quite a good one to start us off with. I, I thought that might draw your attention. I was like, eh, let's just have a interesting little one to get, get into it. Bob, um, do you want to crack on? Yeah. Can I have Ear Me Now? <laughs> oh, ear Me Now. Yeah, go. about ears? No video. Oh, nothing. Oh. No videos. So is this, it about um, ears? Uh, it's, it has got something to do with ears, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Close in the back. <laughs> that's, that's what gave it away. so this one i i feel and you guys can feedback and tell me what you think i this one i'm i feel is probably i'm not sure if i buy this one oh okay so this might be a bit of real this is one of those things (laughs) it's kind of real real rubs but you know you know it's one of those things where we seem to have diseases and illnesses for everything these days like everything has to have a word like i don't i don't know what's the name for the other side of your knee the I don't know like the, <laughs> the other side of your knee like the inside of your knee. oh the underneath yeah yeah the back of your knee <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'd, I'd love to know answers on a postcard let us know um, so imenau imenau refers to something called misophonia okay which translates literally as hatred of sound okay. oh oh I know about this I think yeah what what do you think this is actually related to um, something we're talking about next week I think. Um, not not quite. Is not it okay? I might cut this if I'm wrong. Is it when you hear certain sounds and they can trigger negative emotions inside your body, inside you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that is it is a form of. Um, oh, is that a form of what we're it talking is about? a form of what we're talking about next oh, week? Okay, all oh, right. I didn't find that out in my. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but basically, the reason I wasn't too sure whether I because it's linking emotions in the same way that does that is hearing a negative emotion like your internal emotions and sound cross wiring. Ah, that's what I see. This kind of um, see this. This also relates to like when you hear people chewing, like they like specific kind of sounds. Chewing, um, like uh, nails down a blackboard, that kind of stuff. Um, Now I'm gonna own up to something right now. Mm -hmm. I like sometimes when I'm sat eating dinner with Rachel, I have to like cover my ears because I can't bear the, the sound noise. Of mastication. Yeah, that that yeah, sound yeah. really bothers me. Really, really like to well, the like point where I have to like mouth open. No, no, like in, in, I don't know. It's just that noise of you can have your chewing your mouth open. I feel is a universal thing. If you chew with your mouth open. I cut that because it's horrible. Some podcasts I listen to, and um, I'm sure we I might have let a few slip on here. And if the people are eating and you can hear it in the mic, it really pisses me off on the show, and I'm, uh. I have to, I get irritated, which is why I always edit this show because sometimes we are eating. We were eating last week, and I'm yeah. sitting there trying to edit it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was eating fucking mole over the beginning. Sweets. Yeah, I was eating mole over the beginning of this episode. Um, yeah, but I don't. Hopefully, it doesn't come across that we're eating. Although sometimes you can tell we're talking about a mouthful. <laughs> so, last yeah. week, at the beginning of last week, was tuck your sweet to the that. side of the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so it relates to that kind of thing. But it's quite typical stuff. But I guess it's obviously a lot more prominent than that. Like a, more of a hatred rather than like when people when I hear people chew. Mm. Sometimes it really like I have to cover my ears because I can't. I just can't bear it. But that's not really the same, is it? No, no. It's it's hearing a specific sound, and for some reason, it might be like the noise of someone slamming a door, mm. 
And that slamming door noise inside your body creates a negative emotion. And it can actually be a real experience you've had in your life. And it brings it back for some reason. It might not even be related. It might be like, um, what's a negative thing can happen in someone's life? Um, they got expelled from school and it was negative mm. and now their life's on the right track. Right. Yeah. But that slamming of the door can bring back the feeling of when they got expelled for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. And, um, anything it could be, um, the noise of someone pouring a glass of water away could bring back a feeling of like your parents getting divorced or something like that. It can just bring back any negative thing mm-hmm. in your life. Um, it's a very strange, like cross wiring of the brain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have heard about this. I actually studied it today. Ah, well, there we go. Amazingly, but that's, that's kind of surreal, isn't it? And it's, I guess, that, again, that's that's just the brain working through stuff and mm. just almost like misfiring. It things, is a, like whatever a, it's... a crossing of wires as your brain's developing. It's emotions getting crossed yeah. at one point where they're not yep. supposed to, and it just sticking. A lot of um, so in my research today, I found out a lot of people that have it have to go through sort of behavioural ther- therapy mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. So yeah. Misophonia. Wow. Hmm. There we go. Do you want to try another one, Tess? I'm going to go for Moo. 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 Right. You want to feel this for you? It's Mad Cow Disease. It's got nothing underneath it. Sorry, mate. So, Moo. Is it Mad Cow Disease? No. Moo. Yeah. Relates to a mental disorder called Boanthropy. Right. Boanthropy is a strange delusional disorder whereby a person believes himself to be a cow or an ox. Really? Yeah. They believe they are one. I wish I had that. Why? Because then I could fucking... Well, you eat grass all the time anyway, don't you, mate? Uh, (laughs) uh, No. (laughs) That'd be sweet, though. Yeah. Have you ever seen a cow having sex? Not particularly. I've heard a cow having sex. I've seen it. It terrified me when I was a kid. We was we stopped for directions in the countryside one time. <laughs> Why are you asking the cows? Excuse me, we're shaggy. No, it was like this old farmer, and he looked like the most stereotypical old middle of nowhere farmer ever. And as he was talking, these two cows just started shagging behind him. And as a kid, I was like, "What the fuck?" Because the man cow just started mounting, and it was just like this yeah. long, like pink carrot. Yeah, big, big willies. It was really scary. And how do they? Because they can't. They're kind of chunky things. Yeah, yeah. So is that why it's so long? Because they can just stand there. And yeah, I guess so. Because he was like having to stand up like that. And... Absolutely no romance first though. No, no, oh. no, no. Not like, like you. Well, they don't have we know, we've for... talked about on the show how you're so romantic before. I'm well romantic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. We talked about it. <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> Thank you. I fucking am. Uh, so what's people... the most romantic thing you've ever done? <laughs> Sorry, what's the most romantic thing I've ever done? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. You put me in the spot there. Um, What's the least romantic? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the least is. I can think of at least ten things. I do some unromantic things. I do quite a lot of unromantic things, yeah. Because I haven't been in a relationship for so long, I can't remember. Mm. Well, I do believe you. Um, Go on, Beef. Yeah, so, um, some people think that the disorder usually starts out as a dream Mm. and goes on to, just like... Interrupts the your like wake your day basically. Oh, a cow. So one day you dream you're a cow. The next morning you wake up like that was a weird dream, okay. and then you're like, but was it? And you start thinking more and well, more. No, the dream never ends. You just you just carry on being cow. Yeah, but it does it does it does mean that eventually people start they do Growing start hopes. eating grass. 
Really? And, like, leaves and things, because that's what they feel. That's what their brain is telling them. <laughs> they just can't leave they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just a little bit of uh, trivia. So Nebuchadnezzar, who was a king... Um, of the Babylonian Empire in Did the book of Daniel in the Bible. He thought he was a cat. The, in the book of Daniel, it says, it states that Nebuchadnezzar was driven from men. So, like, kind of, almost like they didn't want him around because he was oh, right, so okay. weird. So well, he was driven I away from people. he was gay and he got turned off men. No, no, no. <laughs> and did eat grass as oxen. So it's suggestible that this is... <laughs> so he just woke up as a cow. They've got a bell around his neck. <laughs> So because someone said he ate, cat, he ate grass one time, everyone's like, he probably thought he was a cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they grassed him right up. That's how rumours start, isn't it? Grass. And we're still spreading them rumours to this day. <laughs> Don't have a cow, Sending it out to thousands of people next week about this guy. <laughs> apparently he was a cow. Well, it's in the book of Daniel if you want to read it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, Baranthropy. I, yeah. thought, I thought that one was... Moo. That's very odd. It's really strange, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Cowabunga. Right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tiss, do you want to pick another oh, one? No, it's my guy. Oh, is it your guy? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, sorry. Um, can I have John? John? Yeah. Yeah, John. Sure. All right, John? Yeah. Oh, there's a video. There's a video. Uh, so I'm going to play the video straight away, and this might even... You might, you might know what this is. So this is about John? Yeah. In the summer of 1980, Hinckley read a story about Jodie Foster... The 18-year-old actress was taking a sabbatical from Hollywood to attend Yale University. So Hinckley told his parents that he was going back to college. But at Yale, not Texas Tech. And so he makes up a whole elaborate ruse to his parents about how he's going to go to Yale for a writing class. That doesn't exist. And the whole time he spent stalking Foster, he finds out where she lives, he's slipping notes under her, her door, and he taped these calls. stalkers he's got something to do with um stalkers yeah so yeah. i've heard about this dude before this he kept it was calling jodie foster yeah so this is about john hinckley who had a, well it's safe to say like besotted with and absolutely infatuated with jodie foster mm. so he's the dude who tried to assassinate ronald reagan oh right i never knew this was the same dude yeah yeah so he his attempt was to uh so this was in on March thirtieth, nineteen eighty one, Hinckley shot um a revolver six times at Reagan as he left the Hilton Hotel in Washington DC um after leaving a, a conference. Mm. Uh he also wounded a police officer, a secret agent, um a secret service agent, uh critically wounded press secretary James Brady. But Hinckley did not hit Reagan directly, but seriously wounded him with a bullet when it ricocheted off the side of the presidential limousine and hit him in the chest. He didn't try to flee and was arrested at the scene. All of the victims survived. Um yeah. Effectively what they're what they're saying, at the time he was 
he was declared insane, basically, because he he admitted that he was doing this as a way of getting attention. Right. He wanted to. It was almost like he was trying to impress Jodie Foster, and so that that phone call that we just listened to was a phone call that he made dozens of you know probably dozens and dozens of phone calls to her while she was at Yale. So she was only nineteen at the time, mm-hmm. and she didn't she didn't really know about him but you know she obviously at the time had just been through she'd just been in taxi driver mm-hmm. um and that was a massive hit at the time so they so she wasn't really too aware of it until the authorities caught up with her and said look this guy is you know trying to get your attention he's trying to you know um but yeah so he declared it hinkley wrote that the shooting was the greatest love offering in the history of the world and was disappointed that Foster did not reciprocate his love. So he was—he sh- shot a Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And that all—have you done anything that romantic, this? <laughs> not yet. That's that's quite far out. <laughs> uh, to, to be fair, <sighs> yeah. But um, some people now, after doing um, sort of um, after analysing what happened and doing tests on him and stuff, they've mm. related it to something that's called a rotomania, right? Which is and I guess you could liken it to lots of stalkers like this, yeah, this where is they I'm... get this infatuation with it's got it's specifically with um, someone um, high like high class or yeah. high social, you know, or a celebrity. And is they... this as well like the same? It can go on, and they they feel like they've got a relationship with the person. They feel like the person. It's like they feel like. Um... They got a bond, you know? Yeah. Even though the person keeps telling them, leave me alone or whatever. Yeah. They're like, no, no, me and they we've got like a special thing. Yeah. They believe it. Mm. Yeah, I have heard about this before. It's uh, it's wild. (laughs) Wow. Um, And I I don't know about you guys, but I felt like when you listen to that phone call, there is that kind of, uh, not relationship, but she's... No, she starts off, oh, no, not you again. Yeah. And then it becomes like, you've got to stop calling me. And then by the end of the phone call, she's saying stuff like... Sounds like the sort of phone call you, you it's could been have nice. with like your wife if she was in a huff with you. <laughs> mm, well, yeah. I think she's trying to be diplomatic, right? She sounds like she's been trying... Yeah, she's trying to be nice, yeah. but she's firm. She's like, don't call me again. This is Well, the thing nice, is, if but... you start, like, mouthing off to him, what's to say what you could do, you know? Well, mm. shoot the president. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he started by shooting at the president. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty, yeah. pretty great because, uh, and so years ago they would have just always just some some mad stalker. Mm. But yeah, it's linked to a rotomania, and it's they, there's mm-hmm. been hundreds of other cases as well of people who have this infatuation. Do you think though, right? These, um, so these things you talked about so far, yeah. They're not that common, no. but they are common enough that they exist and there's terms for them. It's not like it was a one-off case. Yeah, yeah. Um, think how many people you know or acquaintances or friends of friends. Mm. There's a high probability that one of the people you know or roughly know yeah. has one of these things. Oh, yeah. So how weird is that? Yeah. But mental illnesses can only be just defined by the fact that other people don't feel that way. Yeah, makes sense. Like if, if, if one if felt like that, that, it wouldn't be weird. weird. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and it's so, not the brain, brain behaving regularly though. It's the brain becoming obsessive about something. Yeah, yeah. which is is an illness. I think all our brains are obsessive about some stuff. Yeah, but some of it's socially it's, acceptable. It's and what some hobbies of it are. Yeah, I, I I think it's everyone has got something which their brain. So I overthink everything. Mm-hmm. I spend all my time thinking and worrying. You know, you yeah. guys saw me like when we go to the airport. Yeah, I'm always but made us just leave like the day before the. <laughs> anyway, yeah. right, I'm choosing Alice. Back on with John. Are we done with John? So we've done. We're, uh, yeah, we're pretty much done yeah. with John. Um, I just I found that sweet. really interesting. 
so erotomania. Yeah. It's pretty erotic. There we go. Well, yeah, kind of. We go Swedes. Sweden. You want to go for Sweden? Sweden. I thought you were going for Alice. Oh, change your mind. mind at the last minute. He's oh. going to Sweden. I'm going to try it. Come okay. on, Dave. Maybe. So Sweden. 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 Is all about Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, okay. Is that where you... Shout out to all our uh, Swedish listeners. Yeah. Shout out to everyone with Stockholm Syndrome. As we're talking um, about Sweden, I do want to give a little shout out actually to Alice. Yeah. Uh, who I contacted um, because I was, I've been thinking about doing this episode and I was going to do it at a later date. I was going to do something else to, tonight. Okay. And then thought I need to. So uh, shout out to her because I asked her to like see if she had any... Uh, as a med student, if she had any like crazy brain okay. facts or stories or something like that, so if she comes back to us on Facebook, Alice will will get it out. I might come back to this another time. So yeah. uh, Alice is do... one of our like long time regular listeners. Yeah, yeah. So we might even get you on. Maybe we can get you on the show for a quick Skype just to give us a bit of a, a bit of a yeah bit of a show or some something. So, but I wanted to talk about Stockholm because I find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. Is this where you start to? Fall in love or like the form relationships with your captors, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seems like the most uh, proactive thing to do. Yeah, I, it's again, weird. It's because it's like the mothering thing, though, because they're looking after you in a way. Yeah. They're keeping you alive to a certain yeah. extent. So you sort of bond that line. Yeah. I, I, know, I know this isn't necessarily the most technical medical term in the world, and it's not really, but. Um, because I, I do just think actually, if you that's your only human contact as well, yeah, that's it. And you crave as a human, you crave other human beings. Yeah, I know some people want to be on their own and live like hermits, mm. but the vast majority of humans, you you do. Because um, I think of myself as kind of like um, I'm not that uh, sociable. I'm mm. kind of, I think of myself as kind of antisocial, but you do crave communication with other yeah, human beings. Um, and if you've only got one. You would form a relationship with them. I can see myself doing it already. I'm not even a social person. Yeah. But um, the I think it's something like four days. If you go without any any human contact for something like four days, right. your 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 mental state starts to deteriorate. Because um, they've they yeah, they did like an experiment on isolation, so when prisoners are put in isolation mm. and that's why they stopped putting them in isolated circumstances for so long. Or they're still in isolation but they have a relationship with the prison guard because they've they've worked out medically you can't go, you can't subject humans to it because they need, they crave that social attention. Probably still happens though, right? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, yeah, something like f- days and your your mental state starts to deteriorate because you need it. Well, then when they used to put them in them, what are they called? When, when it's like... so um, Solitary confinement. Solitary confinement. Yeah. That would drive them mad. Yeah. Like insane. Like on... Um... Shawshank. Shawshank, yeah. yeah. In the, uh, Green Mile as oh, well. Green Mile as well, I was thinking of. And I even watched uh, Escape from Alcatraz the other day, and there's Charles Eastwood in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and every time it seems to crack the nut, doesn't it? They, <laughs> oh, they do that as well sometimes, <laughs> yeah. They nuts. Unless they can <laughs> slip it up inside. Oh, oh balls. <laughs> Unless they can put it up inside themselves. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not too sure if I, again, you know, we like to give terms to everything these days. I don't know if this is the most, I just think that's scientific. Like you, I d- well, I guess yeah. it would be a mental disorder over a very long time. Well, it's but your brain. They're just giving it a name, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. natural. Yeah, Sweden, Stockholm. Yeah, but it's it's odd because you would think, or from the outside, we we're going, oh yeah, of course it would happen because we're sitting there thinking about it. If you just said it to someone, they'd be like, that's crazy, that's weird. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's why, true. If you've why, not heard of why it would you? Why would you like the person that's cap- captured you? I actually always love talking to people who I know don't like me because I like to bring them around. Yeah, you've got a winning, well, charming personality. No, I don't. But I'm just. I always. I I don't like when people don't like me. It's like I don't like not being liked. Not that I crave being liked, but I just don't like negative situations. Any know, listeners that hate Tess, <laughs> email us. There's no way. I think not that they wouldn't hate me, but I'd talk to them and then just be like, "Well, you've been around. You know, you don't like me." But I don't think it's like listeners hate you, Tess. That's like on I the would office. say you're probably the listener, like the people's favourite. It's like Pam on the Office, <laughs> where she's like, "I think if Al Qaeda just got to know me, they'd like me." <laughs> I don't feel like I don't want anyone to feel like they hate me. Yeah, I think they would. Yeah, I, I, I don't really care yeah. about people hating. I genuinely feel that if I sat with like a member of ISIS and they just chatted to me for a while of course because they're people too they would fall in love with me so you you don't like the idea of people not liking you um like if people don't like me I'm just like well whatever don't they affect me but if I see them I'll not be nicer to them but I'll I'll still be nice to them mm-hmm. and I'll it'll be sort of secretly sort of like yeah you know like maybe they you know see the wrong side of me maybe can... mm. it's weird mm. I, I can imagine people not liking me I like to show I can't people... imagine people not liking this. <laughs> I like no. to show people that I like them literally straight away. I like to put them at ease instantly. Mm. I hate to leave an atmosphere hanging where it's just like, oh. you know, um, I always love to yeah, pinch yeah. a little... I, know, I, I think I know what you mean. I, I don't like the idea that people would be talking about me behind my back. So when I hear about it over the years when I've been in work and I've heard, or you've like, you know, when you see it in like, um, on like, TV shows all the time where they're like the person's just outside the door listening in. Yeah, yeah. Like I've had that happen a couple of times. Really? It's not been like the most horrendous stuff. It's just been a bit like. Oh. I used to get that six form. Yeah, that all the time. That's why. School. That's why one of the reasons I left. I got sick of everyone slating me when I wasn't there. Hmm. Was that like? Yeah, it was that lot. They just don't know why they just like took a dislike to me during that six form stint. Yeah, because I wasn't part I was of like there. the six form like fucking buddy group who Clicky. wanted to do like events all the time and oh we're gonna have a gathering and fuck you oh yeah yeah <laughs> shout out to <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Coslow School Six Form Drama Cream bunch of c- <laughs> shout out to c- <laughs> and c- oh yeah <laughs> uh, so there are three famous th- yeah three famous instances of this happening so the Stockholm Bank robbery is the first and that's where we coined the phrase so this right. happened in 1973, an escaped convict. I actually never knew where the name came from. Oh, right. Well, here we go. So he forced his way into a, into a bank right. and held four people in the bank hostage for six days. Wow. Ended up torturing them. So he wow. um, tortured them with nooses and dynamite. Like, I don't know. Was he just, like, lighting it? Like, <laughs> Sticking out their bum and lighting it. <laughs> like, you've got to get it out. A horrible thing to joke about. A horrible thing to joke about. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, You're joking but- about torture? <laughs> Well, we did a spend half the witchcraft episode doing that as well. Yeah. The pair. Yeah, pair of anguish. Did he get the pair of anguish out? Oh, I'd ra- would you rather have a pair of anguish up your bum or a dynamite? A pair, pair of, of <laughs> dynamite, because yeah, at least you can put it out. If you, yeah, but then you can put it out, and then if it blew up, it would blow up in your hand rather than up your bum. <laughs> the pair of anguish. If it blew up, I'm going to die anyway. Yeah, but then you have a chance of throwing it away. And how far away from your hand does it have to be before it doesn't kill you? Dynamite. A few foot? I would say if I chucked it in the hallway... It'd still die. It wouldn't affect me. No. The blast radius from like a grenade or dynamite isn't as big as you think. You'd still get a lot of... um... Like if I threw a grenade into that corner, we wouldn't get hurt. 
I reckon? Yeah, the blast radius on a grenade is not that big. But you reckon in this room in the corner? There might be shrapnel. Almost it wouldn't, it wouldn't kill you. It wouldn't there. kill you. It wouldn't kill me, but no. it would fuck your ears up, for one. <laughs> it would near enough blind you. You'd definitely get shrapnel all over you. But when I was a kid, I thought of a grenade. I thought like, if you threw it, it would like blow up the house sort of thing. You might have yeah. PTSD. That's, that's what happens in movies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't. Just blow out the windows. A bit, <laughs> bit of a fire. You're um, thinking of like an FPS where you throw a grenade and it's like, oh, I didn't kill him. Because yeah. <laughs> it wasn't right just when they're fucking the out. <laughs> Our knowledge of war is so FPS-based. Well, I don't even play any war games. It's like if you shoot someone with an assault rifle, got to shoot him like 20 times. Actually, in real life, you can shoot him once to be dead. Anyway, let's carry on. Um, so, uh, back to the bank robbery. When, when they were finally released, none of them would testify against... Uh, so there were two people, sorry, that went into the bank. Uh, they wouldn't testify against them. Uh, according to some reports as well, one of the hostages eventually married one of the captors. Wow! Yeah, it's mad, right? Um, and uh, this is this was this is quite re- well, well recent, like last fifteen years. Um, so Yvonne Ridley, right, is a British reporter for the Sunday Express who was captured for eleven days by the Taliban in two thousand and one. Uh, upon release, she became a fervent Muslim, denouncing the typical values and lifestyles of the West and praising Muslim practice and feminism. Uh, Ridley denies that she suffers from so- Stockholm Syndrome, claiming that she did not bond or emphasise with her captors and that she was only awoken and shown how to live a liberated life. Wow. 11 days. 11 days and that's yeah. what... But but think how long 11 days is if you're captive. Yeah, that's, yeah. Think yeah, how long that's... one day is if you're captive. Yeah, that's true. Change your whole... Depends. Who's capturing you? Taliban, in this case. But I'd just be like, just tell me about Islam. Well, that's what she did, and then they won her over. Oh, really? They won her over? Yeah, that's (laughs) what she's been talking about. Yeah. She ended up turning into a Muslim. She turned into a Muslim. (laughs) She came out transformed. Yeah, I'd I'd want to learn about the religion. Well, you've got nothing else to do. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to know. I'd be like, tell me more. Let's watch some YouTube videos. Show them some Limmy show. Yeah, I'd fucking show them the Limmy vines and they'd be like, this is nuts. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Where do they live? If, uh, Afghanistan. Um, right, come on, boys. We've got six yeah, more. Yeah, we've got some Have I got one? Um, can I choose who? You can choose who if you want yeah. to choose who. I gave it somewhere of my acting prowess. It's really good. Who? Who? Video? Video. Yeah, it is a video as well. Once again... Actually, no, this time I'm going to explain... Please. Who is it a video of? <laughs> so this is all about... Um, I'm going to try and pronounce this right. So this is about something called... Who? <laughs> Pro- prosopagnosia. Right. Who? Prosopagnosia. So prosopagnosia is um, someone finding it extremely difficult to recognise familiar faces. Right. So they can't they can't tell people's faces apart, um, but they can they can recognise people by voice, like voice. clothing. Oh, really? Well, they voice, yeah, wardrobe. voice, yeah. But clothing is all like <laughs> I wear the same clothes all the time. Yes. So like, um, I'll show you what I mean. Meet Terry Sweeney, a professional photographer. She was a firefighter until an injury damaged part of her social brain. The circuitry she uses to recognise faces. The disorder is called prosopagnosia. For example, the person Terry has been photographing here is her mother. Now, because of her injury, Terry can't recognise any face. (laughs) Not even her own mother's. In this test, Terry takes a Polaroid picture of her mother. 
picture. You just took a picture of your mother. Yeah. And I want you to take a look at these and see if any of them are the picture you took or not. They may... Now, Massachusetts General Hospital researcher Dr. Nancy Etkoff shows Terry several Polaroids with only faces showing and asks Terry to pick out her mother. That's they fucking the same. hard. They, they look, look the same. Yeah, they look exactly the same. <laughs> You'd know. If you had to guess... Which looks to you the most like your mother? They've all got a perm. Just looking now, you can tell which one of these. Everyone had a perm. No. Okay. I can just cut off the face. I just look at the clothes and I can tell you. Aww, she seems really bad. Okay, why don't I do that? I'll uncover them so you can see what they're wearing and other parts of the picture. You see? That's where it gets the pink shirt. You recognize the shirt. It's... The hardest, I think, with my family, not to be able to personalize them mm-hmm. with a face or um, a sense of timing. You know, it's kind of like um, I've lost everybody, like everyone's gone, and all that I'm really left with are facts without faces, mm-hmm. you know? When Terry looks at these slides of famous faces, she can't recognize them, although other cues like hairstyle prompt a guess. Is that Madonna? Because her hair, look at her hair. It's Marilyn Monroe. Oh, really? I always feel like I'm struggling and always feel like I'm fumbling through myself to find a connection, to find a bridge that I'll just pull everybody right back all of a sudden. Can you tell who that is? No. Okay, I said Bruce Springsteen. That's not Bruce Springsteen, is it? <laughs> Why do you say that? This guy's ugly. <laughs> 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 Verdict is in. No, no, no. What if I say that's you? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Marilyn Monroe? Oh, I bet that'd be me. <laughs> it is. Huh? Mm-hmm. I love when she says, it better not be me. And it's just like, well, she wouldn't fucking say, what if I said it was you if it wasn't you? You'd be like, oh, straight away. Bless her. Yeah. Yeah, that must be pretty sucking. <laughs> yeah. You've basically lost everyone in your life. Or everyone ever, because you can't even... You can't recommend, recognise anyone. No. And the thing is, 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 like, the magic's gone from, like, friendships, because, like, the whole magic is, like, being able to, like, associate... You, you, you need to know your friends' faces. You know, know when they're going to laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, yeah, you just know. Everything. If you know someone well, you know mm. their face. You Unless you're well react. into fashion. <laughs> 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 but I was thinking it's... Um, do you know what it reminded me of when I saw that video? It was... The White Christmas episode of Black Mirror. Right, okay. Where oh, yeah, the guy yeah, yeah. gets blocked. Yeah, yeah. And it's that kind of... But, yeah, that was... It's kind of heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, it's usually caused by a stroke. It just affects the brain in that way. But, apparently, it seems to be that at least 2% of people are born with it. Wow. It reminded me a bit of that... I don't know if you saw it. I think it was from last year. The Louis Through documentary, Different Brain. Oh, where yeah, someone has yeah, an accident yeah. And, and then they come back and it's like they've got a completely different personality. I think Their brain, like, fixes in a way that's different. And they don't like... like there was a woman on it and she just didn't really like her husband anymore. Yeah. And it was just because she fell off a horse and it's like it just changed her personality mm. completely. Yeah. She doesn't find him attractive. She doesn't like who he is. Yeah. And they're, they're trying to have, like, a normal they, life. But they had kids. Yeah. So they're like, well, I guess I'll have to... She I don't, doesn't really I don't like love her kids. Him. That sounds like a fucking pretty good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking horse, man, like, ever since. <laughs> did, you, did, you see that one? did you see that one, though? 
No, different brain. No, that's that's recommendation really of the week. Yeah. Sure. That's a fucking great excuse. I, I can't remember what it was called. It's, it's called a different brain. It, oh, is it called a different brain? Different brain, yeah. But it's, that's a really, really. I'm, pretty, I'm like good. 90% sure it's called that. It's it a bottom, great like. insight into yeah into mental health and like or injuries. Sorry, mm-hmm. that have resulted in mental health problems. It's yeah. an amazing documentary. So if you can cap, if you can get um, that, yeah, I, I think don't know how, I don't know how you get it. That he did last year, but yeah, that was really good. It's probably it seems like the sort of thing you should be able to get on Amazon or something. But yeah, I would you'll find it somewhere. Seriously recommend it. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's why I can't even pronounce it again. Pros- Prosopagnosia. Yeah, they said it on the on the video. They got it right. Yeah, but he's rehearsed it. So the thing is, with that you got to take it at face value, haven't you? Oh, and on that note, ending. Cut like you're wafting and smelly yeah. farts. <laughs> no, cutting it. Let's go for Alice. You want to go? Yeah, I know, but let's just do it. No, no, that was your go. Sorry, I did who? I that was who? <laughs> who? Who do you want? Alice. Who? <laughs> Actually, alien. So this is Alice, not Alice from Sweden. That was Stockholm Syndrome. No. Just to confuse the listeners. <laughs> no, this is... Uh... Wait, have we got a listener with Stockholm Syndrome? No, we've got a listener from Stockholm called Alice. Oh. Well, you're not listening. She's, yeah, no, that's in Sweden. Yeah, and she, um, she... She's a med student. She's on Facebook sometimes. Has she got Stockholm Syndrome? What? No, no. but she... When we did the last Human Brain episode, yeah. she was doing an exam on the human brain like the day after we put it up. Right. So she was using our episode for like a little bit of revision. What? <laughs> Fucking hell, I wouldn't use our she episode for revision. Excuse yeah. me, I did she it. Failed. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I mean. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to play the video straight off for this. And, and that little sign that said, drink me, and then when she did, she shrank or grew gigantically tall. But what if that wasn't just a fairy tale? What if it was an all-too-real medical mystery? It usually happens early in the morning. That's when I'll start to see things different. Blink your eye. Katie O'Brien's view of the world can change as suddenly as that. In seconds, the 19-year-old can feel as though she's living in a world that has shrunk to the proportions of a dollhouse. Everyday objects, strangely tiny. At other times, strangely large. I was looking at the couch once, and like if you felt like it looked like the couch just was like growing. Elongated. Yes. <laughs> that was really weird. It was really horrible. As a little girl, you must have been frightened. I don't know if I was necessarily like really scared. It was just something that didn't make sense. It was something I didn't understand. Her mother Denise understands. She had some of the same bizarre experiences when she was a child. I just remember feeling really tiny and everything got really big, and then it reverses. So you'd see the world in miniature, and then it would blow up and get big? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you know it hasn't happened, but it just... It's a very odd sensation. Denise was in her 20s before she had any explanation. She and Katie share a rare condition called Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, named, of course, after Lewis Carroll's famous childhood fairy tale. Oh, you think? It's called Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. Haven't they got a proper name for it? There is a proper oh, name right. for it. They call it Alice in Wonderland Syndrome because it's not... It's, it's like, like some of these as well. It's quite a rare condition, but it's called micropsia. Oh, okay. So I guess micro, yeah. micropsia, like seeing things smaller. Yeah. I, I want to give a shout out. Go on. Um, as we're recording that, we've got a new like on the Facebook page. Sweet. So, Amber Luna, you liked the page just as we were recording this bit. So there you go. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, I've just seen that come up on yeah, my phone. Came, yeah. <laughs> it came up on the video when you was playing it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, hi, Amber. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, so Mycropsia, there's not really much more to say about that, to Mycropsia, be honest. Mycropsia, like, I've heard that expression before. It feels familiar, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought that. Why would I have heard that? Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Tiss was not happy with that. <sighs> just what was you giggling for that video? Because the guy? Because the guy's face was hilarious. Oh, right. Yeah, it causes migraines. I think because it's like a visual thing, it, it bothers your eyes, so you can get lots of migraines, sickness. <laughs> bothers. Bothers. Bothering people. Um, apparently, some people, it's so extreme for some people that some objects, so for example, um, in some cases, people see a car and it's the size of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the size of a car. It. I try and drive to work. I'd love to see a cat the size of a cat. Um, so it's known to affect children. So she was saying it affected her when she was younger, and then her mum was like, oh, yeah, I had that. So The way her mum said it was kind of weird. Her mum was like, yeah, when I was a kid, everything seemed bigger. And then when I got older, things seemed a lot smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still getting older. <laughs> it's called growing out love. Uh, uh, cool. Doing another one? Yeah, doing another one. Um, oh, I sort of want to pick all of them. Um, I'm unsure which one to pick. There's one that says unsure. And unsure doesn't have a video. Tell us about it. It doesn't. So unsure relates to... I'm sure about this one. <laughs> Abulamania. Thank you. Matata. <laughs> Does that mean no worries? For the rest of your days. Uh, I'm unsure. Uh, so, Bob, I thought of you when... Because we've talked about women troubles in the past. In, oh, and oh, you're going to the next room, so I'm trying to... Not periods. Oh no no no! As in like I think women's problems. No, just like for some reason, like okay, so Rachel really struggles to make decisions. Right. Oh, okay. When you say what film do you want to watch? I don't, like, know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And you're like, okay, we'll watch this. Well, I don't really fancy that. Well, you, well, what do you want to watch? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Not, but not that. Well, no, maybe. Or like the same thing happens. The, the classics of that, or like, uh, what do you want? What do you want from the takeaway? Yeah. Where, where do you want to get dinner? Right? Well, I don't know. You're in town. Where do you yeah, want but that's like meatloaf, isn't it? It'll do anything for love, but you won't do that. Oh, well, make your mind up. Anything or not. Fucking idiot. So sufferers of, of bulimia appear generally physically and mentally normal in all aspects of life, yet when faced with simple life choices like going for a walk or choosing a box of cereal, they run into major psychological problems to the point they experience anxiety and difficulty regaining normal function. Many sufferers say their incapacity or chronic indecision originates for the need for 100% certainty. Hence, the sufferer can become paralysed in the inability to fulfil his own free will when confronted with more than one choice. I do this with cereal all the time. <laughs> <laughs> really? Of course. Well, you wouldn't want to go to that. Have you heard there's that place in Brick Lane where it's just a cereal shop? Yeah, yeah. You've been there? No, I'm not. Oh, right. I've heard of it. It's, a, oh, it's like a cereal cafe. look like a right cafe. It's like a £6 for a bowl of cereal. I'm not paying that. Yeah, they look like dickheads. Yeah. Everything's like ironic, though. Everything's made ironically. I'm getting sick of irony. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate irony, but I hate things done ironically. Like, it's an excuse to like something shit. Just don't like things ironically. If you like it, you can like it. You don't have to like it ironically. Do you like something yeah. that's shit? Admit you like it then. Hmm. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's like a guilty pleasure. Don't be like ironic about it. No, just like it. Yeah. Dickhead. Yeah. Like a guilty pleasure. Fucking dickhead. But I don't even get guilty pleasure. It's like, it's a pleasure then. It doesn't have to be guilty. I wouldn't feel guilty about liking anything. Hmm. I like some real shit things. Yeah, but you like Backstreet care. Boys? Mm. No. I've binged so much Fresh Prince of Bella over the last week. I don't even care. Exactly, it's not a guilty pleasure. Really you just like it. <laughs> that's really good. It's pretty awful though. What if your guilty pleasure was like illegal though? 
<laughs> illegal, guilty pleasure. Well, yeah, illegal, illegal pornography. Something by, frowned upon by it's other not people a guilty in pleasure. a group that you're talking to. <laughs> I like how you're all boys. A bit of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> guilty pleasure. Oh, that's a bit guilty. Yeah, I hope you are guilty. It's an illegal pleasure. Okay. <laughs> Definitely guilty. The jury of your peers will oh, see you guilty. Stop guilt me about liking kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put the guilt trip on me every time. Yeah, don't worry about guilty pleasures, everyone. Just like what you want to like. Yeah, I like guilty pleasures. <laughs> I like having guilty pleasures. That's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. No, I know what you mean though about going into those. Like, I'm getting really sick of going into places and they're being like really crazy cutlery or like. <laughs> like instead of it being a glass, <laughs> what? Where is yeah, it? I'm just like I'm um, so sick of this crazy cutlery yeah, fad. So, like, if you go into a pub and, and it's like, like a jam jar, cup instead, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, go away. I use a jam jar. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I cut the last five minutes. A ball of mania. A ball of mania. A ball of mania. All right, three more. Alien. Alien. Yeah. Alien. Alien. There's a video. <laughs> Do you know what? I think I'm going to have to just play the video outright again because right. we've had three in a row now. Vids. Let's have a look. In a row. I remember I used to have to hit a table with a medical hammer, but I used to hit myself with it. I've even gotten mad at my hand because it won't do what it's supposed to do. Why are you doing this to me? So these conflicts, these disagreements you see the left hand or the alien hand committing indicates that maybe there's another personality running around inside the night. My hand, it just seems to go out and it grabs it every time. And I don't know why. This is so, this isn't my hand. It's bad, yeah. This is fucking why they did well. Imagine having a part of your body that has a will of its own, not knowing what it's going to do next, causing you embarrassment or, worse still, physical harm. For people like Giuseppina, this is no mystery condition. Giuseppina suffers from a rare disorder known as alien hand syndrome. She's one of only a few patients around the world who, for one reason or another, end up with a hand that quite literally has a will of its own. She lives in Italy with her husband, John Carlos. They lived a normal, happy life together with their family. Until one day, 14 years ago, Giuseppina suffered a stroke, which was to have a devastating effect on their lives. It may well be that a lot of people are experiencing a form of alien hand syndrome, but actually the local doctor hasn't yet realized it. So it might actually be a lot more common than we realize. These people don't understand why. To them, this lady put stuff in her cart, and now she doesn't want it. He'll be telling it to do something, and it is not obeying. It's very disobedient. I tried to get dressed on my own, but I can't do it. If my husband isn't there to help me, I can't do anything. This is a fucking comedy. In one hand, I turn the pages the right way, and with the other... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. I was trying not to laugh, but that was funny. I don't like the way the narrator's just like, you know, we're living a normal, happy life, and then this happened. It's like, well, really? I loved when it was just like, it was obvious he wanted the light off, but the hand wanted the light off. Oh, that was so funny. He was like, on, 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 on. You know, I'd just be like, cool. Just fine. Have it on. What if it was like like the guy at the front, uh, where it was strangling him in his sleep? What about reverse psychology? Sleep I want the light on, and then the, turns it off. I would put my hands simple, like mate. tuck it into my belt or something. Reverse psychology. I want to get undressed. Cut the hand off. Dressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. Are you trying to kiss yourself? 
tricking himself with reverse yeah. psychology, like his hand, like the phantom, the alien hand, yeah. has got a brain of its own. Like the thing from yeah. the Adams Family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to put my pants on. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Mate, I don't know if it works like that. Oh, I do. Oh, so man. they got a hand that just does its own thing. Yep. That is like a form of split personality disorder in a way. Kind of. I mean, some, so the videos say it can happen after a stroke or some kind of brain injury. Um, but it's a rare neurological disorder where a person's limb moves without their control, making them feel like it doesn't belong to them. Imagine there's like a film and it's like a, it's just like, no, no. And it's just like a bit where the hand's just like, it's like, I feel like it's been done. Uh, Like, no, no. Yeah. Holding it back. Yeah. That's been done. Surely. That's yeah. 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 But how mad is that? Yeah. That is probably one of the ones that when I saw that today, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> to me, like I don't want to laugh at mental illness, and a lot of these have been we've joked around, but it's, they've been serious. No, oh, this yeah. is, that one made me laugh a lot. This is similar to the to Tiss's videos last week, where the guy was like, "These scumbag royals," like that yeah. kind of. Where you, I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing at the yeah narration, the sentiment, the, the narration of the video, the TV production. If we met one, yeah. I'd just be like, "Oh, that sucts," because they were obviously acting them as well. They weren't real yeah. events. It, happened. it felt like a lot of them were acting. like the guy that walked past really? the girl oh, no, sat at the table. She was and... just like fighting with herself. And <laughs> yeah, they were um, reenacted. Yeah, exactly. For TV, yeah, for effect. Because you wouldn't just sit there and film something. Well, maybe yeah, exactly. People would. Which is what you can do. How do they know that arm was going to let her do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, what they can do, sit there with the film camera, just like. It will happen anyway. Now, just, just, just wait. Just yeah, wait. Go right. get dressed. Yeah, go and put your pants on. Go and take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Right, it's the last one. It's um, my choice. Yeah, your last choice. Um, I'm going to save corpse for last. So we okay. go. Actually, we know we go for last. Gets the end of the show. I was literally sleep. thinking that. Yeah, because it's like no corpse. The end. Yeah, corpse. Corpse. That's all right. Cool. 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 And it's got uh, a video. Another video. It's got a little faint video. So this. Uh, this is... I'm quite pleased oh, that we... Oh, that is a gross misconduct. What have you done? Oh, that's even worse. That is fucking horrible. You're trying to do origami. <laughs> he's got... No, he's oh. got real... He's got a mental illness. If I fold this paper up in a horrible way, oh, he, he, he can't take it. it. He's like, that is a mess. It is a mess. Am I going to have to wait for you to... This is a form of OCD. Yeah. And that's the thing that I hate people overusing. Oh, OCD. Oh, I got OCD. But that that is like a weird... Yeah. That <laughs> is weird. <laughs> it's not weird it's just the like things that. that I hate the people overusing OCD and um... I do love when things line up though I do love it Ooh. have you ever had like a table with a glass top on it and the glass top moves it's like a glass yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but the glass thing isn't secured so yeah. you can move yeah, yeah, yeah. it so you just get it perfect with the edges it's like Ooh, straight in there so satisfying you just rub your hands along it's like bang so locked in so the yeah, like, I I I don't so, like right. it when people are like oh that's a little bit OCD. Yeah, OCD. Yeah. The other thing that annoys me that people overuse is like um, because really I could have left that. People who are like they always say oh he's on the spectrum. He's definitely on the spectrum. Yeah, oh, we're all on the shit. spectrum. Like, like no, we're that, not. That, like, like, it's so not overdone. The same it's lame. It's yeah, fucking yeah. That's because people love to identify. Yeah, so I'm things. on the spectrum. I'm on like the bottom end of it. It doesn't. Yeah. So, but uh, everyone, I mean, everyone wants their kid to be the one who's got like a weird thing about them. Yeah, you know, it's a kid. It's to psychoanalyze. I think yeah. this society loves to. Like everyone's got their own uh, um, personality. It doesn't mean yeah. like it's like oh my kid's a little bit like this, and it's like we well, just that's no, it's just personality. a person. Everyone's mm. a little bit like something. Yeah. yeah, everyone's different. That's like when I got diagnosed with ADHD. It's just like, have I got ADHD or am I just a bit? Man. No, you have. Working with autistic <laughs> children every day, that is my, that's one of my, my pet peeves. I hate it when people are like, oh, just a little bit autistic. Yeah. No, you're not. My, my, one of my little brothers has got um, ADHD. 
And being friends with Tiss for so long <laughs> makes me get like I don't know that you're you're so similar. Oh, really? Yeah, like he will. You know how you sometimes turn up with like a planet of oranges, and like, I just fancied an orange, and you'll sit and eat the whole thing of oranges. <laughs> yeah. He does that. He's like, I fancied an ice cream, and he'll eat like a multi pack of Magnums or something. It's just like obsessive. Well, he came out with like a multi pack of Vienna Viennetta. That's amazing. Oh, and I've done like, that before. Like, oh, great. When I was when we were in the states a couple of weeks ago, there was a woman that we met there and her daughter like I just recognised the traits straight away mm. of ADHD and I turned to Rach and it was that thing I was it was just the just the constant stuff that I recognised in Tiss for years mm. I turned to Rach like she's got ADHD and mm. she's like no don't yeah, she's just hype she's just a little bit high but she's six and then like an hour later the mum she's like, she's like come on come on time for your ADHD tablet and like ADHD <laughs> tablet amazing uh, so uh, what did you go corpse. for? You went for corpse. So this corpse, I did. This is <laughs> this is. I'm really pleased that we've left this towards the end because okay. this is depressing. Really great. Oh. No, um, <laughs> really depressing. So Cotard syndrome, right, or walking corpse syndrome, right, is a belief held by a person that he or she is actually dead. Wow, I think this sometimes, or simply doesn't exist. Oh, I went. For, I had a weird phase where I actually thought that as well. Really? Yeah. I would like go. I, this is mental as well. This is mental. Um, a couple of times when I was like a teenager, um, I went to Milton Keynes and just like laid on the floor and like no one did anything, and I was like, I'm invisible. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is Amazing. such a weird thing that I'm admitting. To, don't that you? I've never don't you think this though, that's just the British? Yeah, yeah, but I. I think it was a very like what, in um, the middle of the centre. Yeah, like the middle, middle of like Virgin Megastore centre. You literally laid down in yeah, the store. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Um, just because I was just like angsty, weird, depressed, like teenager. It is linked to depression. And um, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't go to Milton Keynes to do it, but I'd be in Milton Keynes and I'd be like, I'm invisible. Yeah, and you'd prove it. And then I would down. just like lay down, and no one would do anything. I would say anything, and I would, you know, you could listen to music in the shop. Yeah. And yeah. the headphones, you supposed to scan a CD to see if you liked it. Yeah. I'd like to scan a CD and lay down with the headphones on, just like lay there. No one do anything. Yeah, I guess people wouldn't, though. No, they wouldn't. But at the time, for me, I was like, I'm invisible. Look, no one's doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. I only just remember that I did that. That's now, so that's really weird. That's so weird that I did that. Well, we'll it is linked to And the dead thing, a loads of times in my life, I think, I've said this on the show before, like, I might be dead, I might have died, and everything in my life since that time is just me imagining it. Like, I died when I was 15. And everything since then is, like, my imagination. I always do that. I imagine, like, when I'm driving... Yeah. Imagine if, like, I just crashed yeah. and the rest of the journey was just me... Yeah, I do that all the time when I'm driving. Or what have I tried just the then? Rest of it. Yeah, I think, yeah. what have I tried just then? This is all... This is, like, what being dead feels like. Your brain just imagines the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that every now and then I genuinely go to deep thought of, like, maybe I died when I was, like, 12. I think when... if you, It'd be interesting, like, if you died and then, like, like in uh, Doctor Strange, time just slows down so much that you could just keep living it feels like you lived out your life normally yeah yeah yeah. I wonder that anyway carry on with corpse this is like psychoanalyzing me now no that's no it's it's all on topic isn't it so we're going to play a a clip now from Good Morning Britain okay where the guy who had it and has since recovered right okay um, it's a really interesting story it is a remarkable story you you lived it when did you first realise that things sort of weren't quite as they should be um I don't think I, I really, I really did at the time. Uh, when the when everything was happening to me, it was quite a 
um, it was quite a strange time for me. I had, I had to come to terms with a lot, a lot of stuff. Cool. <coughs> yeah. So, so um, t taking yourself back to how you felt then, if you were sitting in a situation like this with Ben and I and Dr. Hillary there, what would you be feeling like we were alive and you were dead? Uh, yes. It, 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 I just... People have asked me to sort of tell them how I felt and, mm. and what I just say is what I felt was what's the point and that, that's uh, how you felt mm. emotionally what's the what's point, the point? Yeah. why Why do why, I, I was at Headley Court and <clears throat> they were trying to help me and uh, <laughs> uh, to rehab you rehab, yeah. and I was just you what, felt like a ghost didn't you what's the point like a it's ghost a, dead a, man walking yeah. can you <clears throat> explain this Qatar syndrome Hillary and how it how it affects yeah, uh, the, the sufferers. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the, he uh, Warren has had a brain injury as well as a fractured spine, pelvis, ruptured lungs. Uh, he was uh, he, he was on the brink for for a long time in a coma. Um, so when they uh, found the extent of the brain damage, he would got frontal lobe injuries. So a lot of disturbance, a lot of nerve cells in, in the part of the brain responsible for fa facial recognition, for memory, for for processing emotions. Um, so surrounded by all those soldiers in a military hospital for many, many months, um, he became convinced that he died uh, and he was in this dissociative state um, where people were around him, but he didn't actually exist. His life had ended. Mm. Um, he, he didn't feel like he did before when he was alive. Um, so it just became this this syndrome called Cotard syndrome, named after a French neurologist in 1880, mm. that uh, he thought he was dead. Uh, and it was actually when he met somebody else with a similar um, uh, with a similar syndrome who'd said, "I've just re reinvented my new identity. The old me had died." Is that right? Yes. yes and he helps yes. you to come to terms with where you are now. And you're doing amazing things now, endurance racing yep. and all sorts of things. Yes. Yeah. How hard was it there, Warren, for your family? Of course, because as we were saying, you stopped eating because you thought, "What's the point?" It was it was very tough. I I, I wasn't with. My family. I was, I was, I was at Headley Court, so that made it even harder because mm. they were. Th I knew they were there, but they weren't physically. They there, weren't yeah, physically yeah. there. So you've been so removed from everything that you from, knew. And yes. Understood. So, uh, um, <clears throat> so I could speak to my wife. Yeah. Um, but I, it didn't feel real in no. a way. And things are better now, though, are they? Things are much better now. Tell yes. us about this endurance Great. challenge that you're doing, because it's an extraordinary thing. Well, it's um, with Team Brit. Uh, it's, it's, it's a team for British racing injured troops. Is uh, we do we race in the Fun Cup, which is a championship, um, which do endurance uh, car racing, mm -hmm. anything from three hours all the way up to 25 hours at, at the Spa, which. I'm really, really, wow. yeah. I'm really hoping I do that this oh. year, no, next year. And what really saying, when he's doing that, he's completely mm. focused. Everything's there yeah. together, and he knows he's alive. When he's doing that, because he really knows. I wish I could <laughs> bottle that focus and, 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 and sell it. Life. I wish I could sell it because yeah, I'd yeah, be a rich. Be amazing. <laughs> well, look, it's been fascinating to meet you. One, thank you very much. Best of luck with the racing, and thank fingers you. crossed you make that race because that would be really special, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah. I just hope that my journey inspires yeah, other people with yeah, mental health issues. I'm sure it will. Hills, thanks very much. Pleasure, thank you. What do you think about that, Tess? Don't know. Just thought he was dead then. Mm. Mm. But then they took him out of a situation which could have helped him come back. And then they put him in like a place which he'd associate with death. Yeah, I guess they might not have known that that was going to... 
Like, I mean, if like you started to feel like you were dead, and then you they took you to like mental hospital, you'd be like, "Well, I'm probably dead." Like, this is hell. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Just put him back in his house and be like, "Look, this is your life." Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not as simple as that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, but, if you thought you were dead, you wouldn't be like, "I'm I thought dead." That they would wouldn't be... realize that you thought you were dead. I thought that was an exacerbation. What? 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 Sorry. The oh, the him being in that yeah, environment. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah, it probably can't have been very helpful. Uh, but that's like hospitals and stuff. Like, I don't understand why people go to hospital to die. I'd love to just die at home. Yeah, it's... Um, you know you're going to die. Yeah, I've got a friend who Rachel and I have known for, for a couple of years now who uh, was told just before Christmas he had, like, th- he's got, like, three months to live. Mm. And he's... Like, I think I've mentioned it before, actually. And he's he's... Like, they said to him, we can, you know, we can try and, you know, we can do what we can to, like prolong your life yeah, and yeah. we can keep you here and he's like nah I want, just a, bit, I want a bit home yeah. like, let me just I, I can I can understand that I think I wouldn't want to I can't there. imagine how I would be in that situation but now I think I would probably be the same like mm. just let me live out my last days normally rather than like mm. wasting them trying to like chase treatment and do this and do that like just let yeah. me live normally if I'm gonna die mm. let me do it on my own terms yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. And I just, so actually, I was quite, so there were other videos that I saw that were probably more detailed and gave you more detail about the actual disorder. Mm. But I liked that guy's story. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting and yeah. like his recovery. And so some of these guys hadn't, they were still trying to cope with it and they were still saying, oh, there's that one video I watched, um, where this guy was saying that he, he's like, oh, I know you're a film crew, but I'm, I'm really struggling to understand if this is a dream or if this is part of my reality or not. And, so it's like it's it's a really interesting. This is why I'm having, like this. Is probably one of the ones that I I didn't know anything about this. Mm, no, I never heard of it. Um, so yeah, I can relate to this stuff so too. much because I've taken acid and it took me out of reality. <laughs> <laughs> and I can understand like a disassociation from what is going on. Mm. As long as you come I think back, is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long I as did. you reassociate, I did come back. Um, fuck for that <laughs> it's horrible it's genuinely horrible because it's not even like you're just so confused you're just yeah. like fucking hell like you're trying to claw back what you used to think reality was but it's gone what you, all, everything you thought you know is gone and you're just clutching to whatever you can get at the time which is just input from you know your eyes and hearing sounds horrible but I don't no one no one can it describe what reality yeah. is to you and you you can't you can't get back the enormity of reality. It's just literally whatever reality Sounds is is whatever is in front awful. of you. Awful. <laughs> but it's not until you lose that that you understand what it is. You start to Do you feel like after you've been through that you appreciate life more? Yeah, for sure. I cause I would say, um, since you got off the smack <laughs> off the smack. You've been Stag. way more positive person. Yeah, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. I've really last, noticed a real. Like, I would say in the last in two, two, three months. Whenever around from around the time you said like I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you, it was also the same sort of time where you moved out. So I don't know if that was anything to do with it as well. Mm. But from that point onwards, like your positive output has been like. I wouldn't like. I can't even say like three hundred times better. Like more than that. Yeah, yeah. Like you're so much more positive. That's oh, sweet. And it, like in a good way. Like a genuine way. It feels genuine as well. Like I feel like you're. You seem genuinely happy. Yeah. Also, yeah, you've got yeah. your dog as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Must have helped. Yeah. That, all of those things line up. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like one thing led to another, led to another, and it put you in a way better place. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Tiz is getting psychoanalyzed. We're yeah. getting to beef to shreds in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. What would you do if, like, I was going to say, well, you know when you said about that thing in the shop floor? Yeah, yeah. Imagine if, like, a Shutter Island situation came in and, like, a, psych- like a psychoanalyst came in and was like, and then just started like pressing you like what did you do what did you do and this all fell away and it was like uh, I was still laying on the floor in HMV no and imagine it, yeah imagine <laughs> that imagine it was like and this all fell away and it was just you in like an analysis chair and they were trying to get and you just you were like 18 again or yeah. however old you were had a pair of anguish on my back and you were just like ah, ah, you'd lived out all this time oh, that'd be terrifying that'd be nuts wouldn't it yeah uh, so I will finish with uh, Cotard syndrome by saying that it's been connected to something called Capras syndrome which is a condition where a person thinks Capras syndrome Capras <laughs> uh, where Capri a person syndrome. thinks someone in their life has been replaced by an imposter like or a duplicate there is a division in the brain between the visual face recognition area and the part that associates emotional responses with that recognition mm, that's, this last that's, one that's, that's, that's the last one this last one you both know about and you might be able to guess from the ZZZZ sleep paralysis no it's a, it's a sleep sleepwalking <laughs> sleep. you're on the lines with sleeping well Killing. I guess yeah I guess it's sleeping because it says sleep loving there's a video as well a <laughs> sleep video narcolepsy causes me to fall asleep uh, anywhere between 40 and 50 times a day on a good day um, probably more than that on a bad day um, and it can be anywhere between a few seconds uh, if I'm sitting up if I'm at home then it can probably be more than that because if I'm comfortable, if I'm sitting on a chair, if I've got something to rest my head back on, it can be anywhere between sort of what up to 45 minutes. Um, and it impacts massively on my life because it means that everything I do, I have to think about how much energy it's going to take up, um, how long afterwards it's going to take me to recover. And, uh, if I'm going to be safe, um, because it's not just the falling asleep, but cataplexy as well, um, which can leave me quite vulnerable in, certain situations public transport or if I'm by myself without a friend um so it it impacts on everything I do really because you just have to think about things that somebody who didn't have narcolepsy wouldn't wouldn't have to think about before doing something simple even something like going swimming I don't go swimming anymore because there's a risk that I could have cataplexy in the swimming pool and start drowning which has happened before so it's it it impacts impacts massively Wow. Yeah, man. That'd suck. I I just thought we needed to talk about narcolepsy a little bit. Wow. Narcolepsy and cat. So do you guys know what cataplexy is? Is that when you start convulsing? No. Cataplexy is... So when you're asleep, all your muscles are like, yeah. So cataplexy is, so if he's like your limbs all go, like you just slump. So you could be walking along and like a puppeteer dropping a puppet, just everything just crumples. So obviously it's quite, this is what have this narcolepsy yeah. I feel like there might be some truth he had to something that. like that because he used to be able to have a moderator in an exam because in case he'd fallen asleep in the exam or something mm. and also he fell asleep in uh, standing up in the middle of a rainstorm in school one time like it started oh, raining oh yeah no, I remember like that inside, you know, and it's like wet break everyone ran inside and we were all inside looking out the window and he was like <laughs> in the middle of the playground just like rained on no I'm making out no do you remember 
falling asleep in the common room one time and then we started building a fort around him. Oh, yeah. And like yeah, we yeah. built like a whole castle around him of like chairs, bean bags, cardboard boxes. We'd written like Ben's house on the side on the door. <laughs> he was like in the living still like asleep. <laughs> so the whole thing. And then we woke up he was like He went mental. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's bullying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he had like a mild form of narcolepsy. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Maybe. Yeah. But so 40 Tis, or I would say Tiss has it, it the way he falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so narcolepsy, I'm sure you you, you boys know about narcolepsy, right? Falling asleep um, and that. Yeah. But I didn't realise cataplexy was a part of it. So yeah. not all people have cataplexy, but it's linked. It's very close. Can't they get really injured when they're just walking down a street and go? Yeah. There, there That's is, what she was saying. If she doesn't yeah. she's swimming, she can drown. There are yeah. drugs to help control it. Um, so there's a, so the other video I had was a golfer in the USA, so it will go on the blog, um, who has cataplexy as well. And she has drugs to control it. Um, because there would be times where she'd be on the golf course and just crumple. Fall asleep on the golf course? Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone falls asleep on the golf course. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so narcolepsy. I hope you get some hate mail from golfing fans. Oh, I, I just hate golf. It's so dull. It's so, well so done. boring. It's fucking so dull. I love it. No, you don't. It's such golf st- and cricket. It's a staple of the upper class as well. worst. I love it. Yeah. And people wear, like, fucking stupid clothes for golf. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Cut that. I love golf. I love golf and Tiger Woods and all the women. I'm joking. No, I hate, I hate golf. I do love Tiger Woods, though. Yeah, he's great. I love it when he womanises. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it when he cheats in his wife. Shouts to Tiger. I like it when he's got everything, but it's still not good enough for him. Yeah, no. Tiger. Um... It's my favourite tiger move. So you mentioned sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis yeah. is a big part of it as well. So a lot of people with narcolepsy wake up and have, yeah, just totally paralysed. So they have to just wait there for a while. But sometimes <laughs> they sometimes they <laughs> fall asleep scared. in that time where they're waiting for their body to wake up, they fall asleep again. I'm sure they wouldn't call it waiting. <laughs> well, I don't know what you call it. What sleep paralysis or? Not it's like not that. sleep paralysis in like in the scary, horrible, demonic. Oh, as sorry, in, like, I thought waking you up like in the morning waiting, and just waiting. While you know when you wake up before your body's woken up and you sort of you can't really, <laughs> can't really move. Yeah. So narcolepsy deserved an, an honourable mention. Yeah. Honourable um, <laughs> mention goes to <laughs> narcolepsy. Recommendation of the week. <laughs> what a, what a snorefest. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's 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 me done, boys. We've cleared the board. So well done. This episode's been a longy. It's been longy, but I think people are going to enjoy this one. I hope so. It's been, so. been a lot of fun. Check Some out point. the blog, blogspot at weirdtales.com <laughs> slash blogspot. Uh, links to all the videos and stuff that Beef talked about, Weird Tales and the unexplainable.blogspot.com is our companion blog. It's updated every week with every episode. Uh, if you want to contact us about anything uh, that we talked about today or any recommendations or to say hi or anything at all, unexplainableuk at mail.com you can find us on facebook.com slash weird tales and the unexplainable and we're also on twitter I'm at Bob Shoy at Martin One Luke at Tissy Baby uh, next week you've got a little bit more um, of this sort of thing some more human brainy mm. sciencey stuff and then after that uh, for all the people that have been waited in two weeks time we're going to be revisiting the Warrens awesome uh, I don't have a pun oh come on I, I don't I can't think of one Oh, we had some in the middle, didn't we? There must be some. There are some. 
Yeah? Well, what did we laugh at? There wasn't really laughing at earlier. We laughed at loads of stuff. Yeah, we laughed at lots of silly things. Can you think of a pun that I can sign off with to do with the brain? Or, like, brain disorder? Brain you later. <laughs> brain you later. Yeah, I'm terrible at puns. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I can't think of anything. I hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Oh. Didn't oh, I, until oh last time, time I used Mind How You Go, didn't I? Yeah, until next time... If you enjoyed this week, I think you will enjoy oh. next week too. No, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Are you ready? This is really good. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, so, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Beef, and I just appreciate that you've listened to the show. And uh, I've been Beef, and he's been Bob Stoyan. He's been Tiss, and Beefy out. <laughs> What? <laughs> I can't wait for the pun to come in. It's no pun, it's just really long. Just you yeah. talking shite. Until next time. Oh, are we still going? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.